Zokta Heliga Gemara, the bottom of Samech, Gimel, Ahmed Beis, Ketzad, Yorad. So the Mishnah says, what's the case? When does a guy become Tomei? Or when does a guy not Tomei? If he went into the mikvah to be Tevel, and he found a mace that was buried on the top, a mace that was floating on top of the Ma'ara, then he's Tomei, because then it's not Tahim, but if it's, if it's buried on the bottom, then it is Tahim. Now that's regarding Tahim, but the Gemara says a very interesting thing regarding Tumas Sheretz. Tzafa eina mitama le'inyan sheretz. A tumma that's floating is not tome regarding tumas sheretz. What does that mean? A, a, a sheretz that is floating on the water is not tome. And the Bryce explains what that means. The Tanya. Safik tumma tzafa. Let's say you have a safik that the, you're not sure if you touched the sheretz. The sheretz is floating on the water. You're not sure if you touched it or not. So usually, safik tumma shusayachid, sveke tame. But here, if you have a safik on a sheretz that's floating, Bain bekalim, whether the water is in a kli. Bain bekarka, whether the water is on the ground. Tahira, the Allah is, it's tar. Suffolk tumma that's floating. There's a special dim we're going to see in a minute at Success of Kasev. Only by a sharetz. If you have a suffolk, if you touch a floating sharetz, whether it's floating in a kli, whether it's floating in the karka, it's tar. So if you're swimming in a swimming pool, and, which is basically a kli, and you're not sure if you touched the sharetz, what's the Allah is, the Allah is, Safik is tar. Why? Because floating tuma is tar. That's Allah, especially because of We'll see in a minute the drasha. I'm Shimon, I know. Bekalim tumeya, if it's inside a kli, it's tame. Bekarka tahira, but if it's on the ground, then it's tar. So if you're in the mikvah and you fly in the floating sharats, and if mikvah is considered like the ground, or anything that's considered like the ground, the Allah is, you're tar. So a Safik floating sharats is tar. In the Mishnah, we were talking about a mace. That's what we said, even if it's floating, it's tummy. But a sharetz is tar. My time at Tanikama, where does this din come from? The Pasuk says, The Pasuk says, A sharetz is tummy. No matter what the situation is, any time it's sharetz, it's tummy. Wherever you find the sharetz, it's tummy. So it sounds like any situation is tummy. Uksiv. Then the different Pasuk says, The Pasuk in Parakunal Pasuk Haftes says, that it has to be a sheretz, a sheretz, a laaretz. It has to be on the ground. So the one place sounds like it has to be on the ground. And one place sounds like wherever it is. Okay, it said, Vaday magoi tame. If you for sure touch the sheretz, that doesn't make a difference where it is. Even if it's floating on the water, it's tame. That's what the Pasuk says, your tame always. Suffolk magoi tar. But if you're not sure if you touch the sheretz, if the sheretz is floating, then the halach is, it's tar. So basically, that's the first that Amari did kadin. Go ahead. And ask the face of Dafyaimi. What's the halacha? Floating sheretz. Are you Tameh? If you're walking down the street and you see a floating sheretz and you're not sure if you touched it or not, so first he's going to tell you, well, it depends. If it's in Rosh Hashanah, it's fake guitar. He's going to know these halachas. Shosriach, it's fake guitar. But this halacha he won't know if you don't learn Mesachas Nazir. It's a din of Mesachas Nazir. That the only, that the, even in Rosh Hashanah, it's fake guitar. It's only if it's not floating. If it's floating, the halacha is, if it's suffix, if it's a suffix, the halacha is, it's tarimari Shimon, my time. Why does Shimon only say if it's floating on the ground? Why not if it's floating in a kli? The Pasuk says a stream, which usually goes on the ground. Really, That's the Lashon of the Pasuk. So we darshan that, the, that it's only Tame. So it could be Tame. On the other hand, it says by a Mayan that it's Tahar. So, if it's not, if it's like a Mayan, 
that it's not that it's on the ground. Bekarkatar. If it's an if it's like a Mayan that it's on the ground, then it's tar. But if it's floating in a kli, then we darshin that it's tameh. That's why that's why Shimon darshin on this pasuk of Mayan that the only time we say this halacha that a suffix sheretz it's floating is tameh is tar. I'm sorry, is only if it's on the ground. But if it's in a kli, it's tameh. So basically, I have machlaikis. A floating sheretz according to a tarakama is always tar if you have a suffix. If you have a vada, it's not. If you have a suffix, it is. But if Shimon says it's only if it's floating on the ground, if it's floating in the kli, the Allah as if Shimon says, all these are all xeris akasivs, the Allah is the, the uh, you are not tahar. Again, we're talking about a suffix. Suffix is tahar if it's floating on the water. Tane abanan, then what's called floating? Tane abanan, kalani talin vahanigrarin. Let's say you have a guy that's pulling the sherets through the water, so it's not floating by itself, it's being held by a human being. Sveikan tameh. That is Tameh, because as if it's put in one place. Since a human being is holding on to it, that's not considered floating, and a male it's Tameh. And if it's thrown, that's considered moving, and a male is Suffolk, it's Tameh. Besides, for by Thomas Mace, if you have a Suffolk oil, meaning if a Kezayis of a Mace is floating, or you are mahil on top of a kezayis of a mace. Or v'chol davar shenitma milamala kilamata. Any other tumah that's tameh on top and on bottom. By a sheretz, if you lean over a sheretz, you're not tameh. If you have a sheretz on the ground and you lean over, you don't touch it, you're not tameh. But by a mace, you are. That's called mahil. If you're mahil on a mace, you're tameh. There's another example of you have something over a tumah and it's tameh. And that's by a zav. There's a special then if a zav is sitting and there's something on top of the zav, it's called el yoinai shel zav and it's tameh. So since a zav has a tumah el yoinai or under it, if a zav sits on top of ten mattresses, they're all tameh. So milamala kilamata, whether it's on top of it, that has the same halacha as on bottom of it. La suye zav is zava, meaning including a zav. These kind of things, when they're floating, the halacha is their tameh. So the only hetter we have for something that's floating is if it's a question if you touched it. If it's a question if you are mahil on it, then there's no heter of floating. The heter of floating is only by Thomas Maga, but not regarding Thomas Oihil. That's a very so that's that's one clause that you have to know. This halacha of floating begins in the dinner of floating. A bad in the let's say you have a mace that's floating on the ground, floating on the water, and you have a suffix if you touch the mace. You have a mace floating on the water, you have a suffix if you touched it. So the halacha is it's still suffix tar. Even though it's a mace, but a mace also has this heter of floating tumma. The only time you don't have floating tumma is only if you're mahil on the mace. So if you have a mace that's floating and you have a suffix if you touched it, da'alach is it's tar. If you have a suffix if you're mahil on it, da'alach is it's tummy. That's this din of floating tumma. So they mark the shayla. Boy, Mace bikli. Let's say you have the mace floating in a kli. So we get to the mace, it's inside a boat, and the boat is floating on the water. Maho, how do we view it? Basar Do we go after the kli? It's inside the kli, so it's not floating, it's in a kli. I basar maya, that's the gears of the guy. I basar maya aslinan. Or we go after the water, the mice that's floating on the water, even though it's in a kli, but it's floating on the water. So you have a piece of mace or a piece of sharetz that's on the floating on the water, it's floating in a kli. On the water. So what's the halacha? Do we, do we judge the kli? So it's munach. Or do we judge the water? So it's floating. 
Right? A good child of Mashmiel, right? Let's say someday someone's in bed and the bed is floating on the water. Do we go after the bed and the guy's in thing? Or, huh? <laughs> or do we go after the water? That's the Shiloh. <laughs> I didn't say the name. You're publicizing the name. I didn't say who, I didn't say who it was. <laughs> good. Good. Okay, it's good. It's good. It's good. If to, at least you're honest. You're in bed. The guy's honest. If, 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 if you want to say, you go after the Kli, and therefore, it's not considered Munach, because it's floating, on, it's not considered floating, because it's floating on a Kli. Mace al-gabe sheretz mal. Let's say you have a mace on top of a sheretz. What's the Shaila? So really, see if you have a mace floating in a Kli, that's considered Munach. That's the Gemara's Tzad now. Let's say a mace is on top of a sheretz. What's the Shaila? Kivan the high Thomas Erev, the high Thomas Shiva. Since a mace, if you touch it, it's seven days. And a sheretz is only Thomas Erev. So they're not exactly the same thing. So command the muncha Thomas Bekli Damya. It's as if it's in a clique, because the mace is on top of something that doesn't have the same Thomas as it. So it's like a piece of mace that's floating in a clique. Or do we look at it as one big shtick Thomas, even though they're two different halachas, but since they're both Tameh, so we look at it as one big piece. And Amel, the whole thing is floating. So maybe then you would have the heter of Tumat Safa. Again, if you have Tumat Safa, the Gemara is assuming on a Kli, it's considered floating. What about a mace on top of a sheretz? What's the halacha? Let's say, see, this is real Tayyar Lishmar, but I said, this is never going to happen to most people. And you're learning it because the Rebbe wants you to learn it. So this is the highest. People say, listen, I'll sleep through this part and I'll wake up when uh, we learn something again, this is the time you should stay up. When we learn something again, maybe go to sleep. That's much less Tayyar Lishma. This is Tayyar. That's a game now. This is Tayyar Lishma. Rabbi Isai, this is Tayyar Lishma. We're learning it because the Benesh wants us to learn it. As simple as that. Zarti Gemar, so what's the halacha? Do you say it's considered one shtikal toma? Or do you say it's floating on, a cli- on something else? So maybe it's considered a munach. If you want to say mace on top of sheretz, it's considered tumah bekli. Vitame and it's tame vaday sheretz al gabi nevelo nevelo tzafa mahu. Let's say the sheretz is on top of a nevelo and the nevelo is floating. What's the shaila? Kevan the tavayu tumas aravinon. A sheretz and a nevelo both have the same halacha. They're both tame for a for a day. You're tame for a day if you touch a sheretz or a nevelo. Tumas smichti. It's considered one piece of tuma. and a nevelo tumas considered floating. The Sharetz has a din of Adasha. The, the, has a tum of Adasha. We had this before. The size of a lentil. That's the shear of tum of a Sharetz. And the Nevela is a Kezai. So they're not the same Alacha. So maybe they are considered as if it's Munach on the ground. What about Sharetz? Let's say you have a Sharetz on top of a Sharetz. They're both the same shear. They both have the Alachas of Shratzim, which is Tameh. Oi, Dilma, or do we say, Kivan de Mifsiki Mehadadilai, or Lamai, so they're two separate items, and therefore they're considered as if they're Munach. Sharetz number one is Munach on top of Sharetz number two. Ve'emtem Tzalaimah Sharetz Agabe Sharetz, Kivan de Mifsiki Mehadadi, Kiman de Mancha Bekli Dami. If you want to say two Shratzim, since they're separate from each other, it's as if it's in a Kli, and a Mela, it's Munach. Sharetz Agabe Nevela, Sheni Maichamau. Let's see a Sharetz is floating on top of Nevela that became into Guk, that dissolved and became into Guk. 
Since it dissolved, it's like liquid. It's considered all, it's considered floating on the water. Or since it is an, it was originally an avela, it's considered like eichel. An avela, it's considered munach on top of an avela. If you want to say it's considered munach on top of an avela, sheretz agabe shichvazera mau. Let's say you have sheretz on top of shichvazera. What's the halacha? Do we say it's liquid? Shichvazera is liquid, so mail it's considered floating, or is it considered a solid? For him, Tim Salimer, if you want to say kivan the misakra, since it came out of the body, havalei kuchla, it's considered like an eichel, and a mail it's considered munach. Sharetz lagabe mechatas. Let's say you have a sharetz floating on top of mechatas, water from a paraduma. Umechatas tzafid algabe amayimau. And you have the water of the paraduma floating on top of the water. So obviously, water of a paraduma looks different. But the water of paraduma has ashes in it, so it's floating on top of regular water. Now, do we say that the sharetz is on top of the mayim of the, of the paraduma, and the male considered munach? Or do we look at it as if one long entity? The mayim of the paraduma is connected to the regular water, and the it's considered floating, and the Gemara says, Layadinan, and the Gemara says, Teiku. Now, I want to say, we don't really care too much about this, we do. But the Gemara, Barishlav does care. It's very important to him, this Gemara, and we don't understand why. The same reason why we don't understand that this white piece of, I don't know what, is very important for their Rabbi Shalom to be on the floor over there. And if a person doesn't believe that, he is a kaifer in Tyrus Maisha. A person thinks that this thing is there by accident, he's a kaifer. The reason why it's there is because the Rabbi Shalom wants it to be there. Absolutely. You, know, you believe it's there, right? Yeah. yeah. So the, the, the reason why it's there is because the Rabbi Shalom wants it to be there. The Rabbi Shalom wants us to learn these halachas. Why? One day we'll find out. Ashreda that we're zeicha to learn it. And if we play HaKadosh Baruch Hu's game, we ride on his train, then we look at things differently. As opposed to if we do things our way. If we do things his way, we're much better off. Let's say a Nazir and a Isa Pesach were Tameh. A Nazir, a guy wants to make a Pesach or a Nazir, he became Tameh. And then on the seventh day of his Tumah, he went over a Kever at So basically, he's Tameh. Right, he's still Tommy. He's becoming Tahar now. It's a seventh day. He's about to become Tahar. Talach is, and he walked over to Masatahim. Talach is, he's still Tahar. He's considered Tahar. Tumasatahim doesn't pass. In my time, why? Tumasatahim is not strong enough to be Saisa since he's on already the seventh day. He's becoming Tahar. Talach is, he, the Tumasatahim is not Saisa. We're not Gairis to Tumasatahim. Why is that true? Masiv Rav, the Mishnah says, not like that. Yaradli tired me, Tomas Hamais. If a guy goes into the mikveh to become tar from Tomas Hamais, Tomei, there's no halacha of Tomas Hatayim. If you went, again, we said Tomas Hatayim has to be that you were tar when you came in contact with the Tomas Hatayim. But if you were Tomei, the halacha is your Tomei, Shecheskes Tomei, Tomei, Vecheskes Tar, Tar. The Mishnah says clearly, if a guy is going into the mikveh to be mitar himself, since he was Tomei when he came in contact with the Tomas Hatayim, he's Tomei. So Lachai over here, why do we say that the Tomas Hatayim is not Saiser? Lachai, he's Tomei, it's on his seventh day, Lachai, he's Tomei. Lachai, Tomas Hatayim doesn't work if you're Tomei. That's a kasha on Amnuna. Amnuna says you could be Tomei and still have the Hatar of Tomas Hatayim. If it's the seventh day, you could still have the Hatar of Tomas Hatayim. It's not true. The Mishnah says not like that. So Rav is not talking about Amnuna. you mean? Who's Rava? Rava. Oh, his Kasha, okay. okay. So, not a or a... No, this is going back on our Mishnah. 
Yardly Tar is going on a Mishnah. Our Mishnah is talking about a Nazir that was Tameh and he went into the Mikveh to become Tar and he found out later that he had a Tumas time. But since he was going into the Mikveh to become Tar, so he was Tameh at the time that he came in contact with the Tumas time. We don't say Tumas time. We only say Tumas time when you were Tar at the time. You had a Cheskas Tar when you walk in Tumas time. There's no Tumas time by a regular guy. This whole Sug is Negev for Tumas time. It's only Negev for Tumas time. So Rabbi Menuna was saying Tumas time doesn't apply in the seventh day. In fact, it's not true. The seventh day is also Tameh. So the Chayi should also have Tumas time. Amalei Rava, uh, I skipped a line. Amalei Medina Lacha bin Nazir Shemuchosa Taglachas. I'm to you by a Nazir that didn't do his Taglachas yet. So Mela, he still has to finish his Taglachas. So Mela, he is considered still Tameh. He's missing cutting his hair for Tumah. There, the Mishnah says, we're talking about the guy who went into the mikvah. He didn't do his taglachas yet, so therefore, we consider him Tameh, and therefore, there's no hair to have time. But if he's on his seventh day, and he already did his taglachas, the halacha is, since he's almost Tahar, the halacha is, we say Tumas HaTahayim. So basically, Rav is saying, if, even though he's still technically Tameh, he's on his seventh day, but once he did his taglachas, and Amela, he's ready to be, he's just waiting, waiting out the day, so the halacha is, Tumas HaTahayim is not a problem, even though technically, he's still Tameh. That was the Gemara's answer. Amalei Rav, Rav said, Rav agreed to you. He said, I agree to you by, this is all Negea, by a Nazir, because a Nazir needs a Taglachas, a Nazir Tameh needs a Taglachas. But a, Mechoser, doesn't need any Taglachas, so all he has to do is wait out the day. So he's waiting out the day, so even though technically he's Tameh, but you could still say Tumas HaTahai. Amalei Abayi Mechoser Harif Shemesh, the sun has to set. He's not completely tired, he's waiting for the sun to set. Amalei Shimsha Memela Arva, the Gemara says, the Shemesh sets on its own. And since the Shemesh sets on its own, it's not considered Tumas HaTahim. So let's get clear what the Allah is. Tumas HaTahim does not apply if a guy is Tameh. The only time we say Tumas HaTahim does not apply if a guy is Tameh is if he's still missing part of his Tahira. He didn't get his Taglachas yet or something like that. So then if he walks into the mikvah and then he gave him contact with Tumas HaTahim, we're not making Tumas HaTahim. But if he's ready to roll and he's just waiting for the sun to set, he already went to the mikvah. He already had his taglachas. He's waiting for the sun to set to finish his day, his seven days of Tumah. So then the halach is, he comes to contact with time, even though technically he's still Tameh, the halach is, we say Tumas time because something that comes from Eila, like the sun setting, which comes from Eila, is not considered a Mechoser Maisa. And therefore, even though technically he's Tameh, but regarding Tumas time we view him as being Tar and Eila. The, the, so basically, that we, we still pass like Avramunah. If a guy becomes Tameh on the seventh day, after he did his taglachas and he did his, he's already just waiting for the sun to set. We assume that the sun setting is not considered mechaser ma'ase, and you still have the heter of Thomas Hatahoyim. Samech Dalid Ahmed Bay's nine lines down from the top. Today's shear is generously sponsored Lili Nishmas Harav Shmuel Shmelka Ben Avard Moshe Zatzal, sponsored by Mishpachas Liefer. Palik, Riegler, we know who he is, and Youngworth, it should be Ezra Hashem Biaschus. For the donors, it's Chaim Hila Machzikimba, Visayim Chea Meushar, Oisher with an Aleph, and Oisher with an Ayin, Bezra Hashem, and Fashtetzach, it should be Anil and Ishama. For the Fetter, the Zayda, whoever else is donating, Bezra Hashem, Loyach, Yamim, Toivim, Amen.
Amen. Abay say with a gishmak. Zokt de heilige gemara. We are discussing a concept. If missing heriv shemesh is considered that you're missing a maisa, there's something missing. The gemara said he said that heriv shemesh is something that happens memela, and therefore it's not considered missing a maisa. And the gemara is going to prove that even though Abayas seemed to have asked that mechoser heriv shemesh is considered missing a maisa. If the son didn't say it's considered missing something, but Abaya was chayzer, and he holds that the, the concept called Shimsha Memela Arva. Abaya was also chayzer, and he held Shimsha Memela Arva. We're going to bring it in. We're not going to get into the intricate details of it in, but the concept we're going to see that Abaya holds that the sun setting is not considered as if you're missing something essential. The Tanya. The Brisa says, We're talking about a woman that has a baby. So if she has one baby, it's a bunch of babies, one after the other. So she has to be a carbon for every baby. So if she has a baby, If she has a baby when she finished his, her days of Tuma up from the first baby, so now you have a new baby, got to bring a new carbon. But if she has a baby within the days of Tuma, so she's still within the jurisdiction of the first carbon, of the first baby, so she had baby number two within the days of Tumah, let's say within the 80 days of Tumah. The Allah is, she only brings one carbon. Taich malais, loy tavi. If she's within the, within the days, she doesn't bring. Yacha loy tavi, aleida shalafnei malais. Aval tavi, aleida shalacha malais. Vitifta mishtem. You would think that she should not bring an extra carbon on the leida that's before malais, but she should bring a, a carbon on the leida that is after malais which the Rishayinim explain means she gave birth to three babies, and baby number one what was whatever it was. Baby number two was born within the... Okay. Shkayach, Reb Levi Chaim and Yaakov and Sien. Today is... Where's my calendar? I just put it away. Today is Chav Tes. What is it? Today is Chav Ches. Chav Ches, Adar, Tav Shin, Pei, Gimor, Abayisai, Koyach. One more day, Bezer Hashem, hold on, Stark. And if you lost it, come Lishma. And if you and if you made it, and you made it with flying colors, still come Lishma. One more day of Lishma. But any Bezer Hashem, the grace to see him is tomorrow night. Bezer Hashem, Bishatayva, Umutzlach, Hashem. We have a very Chashev event plan. We might have a special guest. We might be working on it. Besides what's mentioned on the invitation, Bezer Hashem. Anyone that wants to participate, we're still a little bit short now. Don't forget, we're never going to be short. Someone, we're always going to have the money. The question is, if someone wants to be part and be mishtatif, please speak to Reb Ben-Sian. He's going to be sending out his messages that he always does today. Whoever wants to participate, Be'ezer Hashem, it's going to be a beautiful Maimed of Kavad and you can have a part in it. It'd be Mechabed Torah. The Gemara Megillah says, Kavad is greater than Limud Why? Has to be explained. But the concept of Kav, someone wants to know why we spend money on the Siyam, it's because of COVID Hataira, and it's not considered money wasted, it's considered money spent. And Baruch Hashem, I think everyone's in agreement that we should have a beautiful Siyam. Yes, I think everyone's in agreement of that. Zagd, huh? 
Everyone should please bring your kvias. Everyone's gonna, but should please bring your kvias. Eat them tomorrow. Uh, cards tomorrow for the final wrap up. I don't know if we're gonna have a checks before to see them. That will take a lot of effort. We'll have to see if it's possible. But everyone just please bring their cards just in case we could give the kvias eat them out by to see them. What's the problem, Yudai Kivanissin? I think it's more important than a Bainu Elam dinner. I think, no? Even if Avram Fried is coming, I think our guest, who's Avram Fried? I think our Chashiv guests that are coming is more Chashiv than Avram, even Avram Fried, huh? Yeah. It's going to be a Baisa Maimed of Kavratayar Baisai. It was a difficult Mesechta, and it's a Maimed of Kavratayar. Anyway, so we're trying to figure out over here, the, but whoever wants to participate, uh, we could still use some funds. Please, uh, Rabin Sian will reach out to you. And if he doesn't, please take the initiative and be mishtat. It's going to be a beautiful matzav. Someone asked me, it's difficult. These days, difficult. Money is that people are having, a lot of people are struggling. So what's the pshat? Because they burnish some wants to see a person getting mice and It takes, takes effort. Take, when you when the money's flying in, it's much easier. When money's not flying in, it's a little challenging. And Bezosha wants to see, are you willing? A person has to realize when you spend money when it's difficult, then you get double schar for the times that you spent when it wasn't difficult. Because you're showing that even when it's difficult, I give. See, even when it wasn't difficult, the only, that's the reason why I gave wasn't because it was easy. It was because I wanted to give. So a person has to try. Of course, you have to be able to, but if a person has to try, even if it's difficult, to be mishtatif a little bit. We do it together. It's our, we proudly proclaim that our chabura, which is not made up of gvirim, puts together a matziv that is roi for gvirim when it comes to kavrat And everyone asks me, how do you do it? You have gvirim in one of gvirim bus? It's passion. Ain davar haimid bifnei ratzen, and nothing could overcome the ratzen. What do you say, Levi Chaim? Aisha with an aleph. For shteitzach, what do we have? We have Aisha with an aleph, and we also have a little Aisha with an ayin. But Aisha with an aleph is good. What do you say, Ibn Sian? When there's a will, there's a way. When there's a will, there's a way. There you go, Ibn Sian. When there's a will, there's a way. Zog, maybe Ibn if you want to speak by the Sian. They said you spoke so nicely by your uh, by the by the by the shleishim. Maybe you want to speak by the Sian. Okay, we'll have to see. You probably, you probably take a big fee. I don't know if we can afford it. Okay, we'll have to see. Bad Hashem. Anyway, ba- huh? Raise some money. Yeah, it's not a big deal. He says we can pay your fee. Let's go. Everybody say it to finish. Zag to So we're trying to figure out how we know that Abaya holds that the sun setting is considered something mamela. Why? Because the Gemara says, let's say a baby has a ba- has a, let's say a woman has a baby first day, the, one day, and then a few weeks later within the tumah of the first baby, she has another baby. So that second baby, she doesn't have to be a carbon on. But then she has a, a baby, a third baby, within the tumma of the second baby, but out of the tumma of the first baby. So baby number three is Batsam finishing, is already after the tumma of baby number one, but it's within the tumma, the days of tumma of baby number two. So what's the halacha? Does, could she become potter mi shteyem? Tamalaymer uvim lois. She only brings, if it's B'yayim Malais, she does not bring Taich Malais. Whenever you're Taich Malais, you're only Nifter with, you're Nifter with one carbon. You do not need a second carbon. Now the reason why you're Potter from uh, the carbon is because since you're within the realm of the first, of the Leda before, so mainly you're Potter. That's the uh, that's the din of the, of the Mishnah, that if a woman gives birth within the Leda of before, the, within the original Leda, the Allah is, she brings one carbon. She brings one carbon. Now, even if she gives, even if she, 
gives birth on Yom Elois on the last day. she's still missing her shemesh. So the Gemara doesn't really speak out clearly what the kasha is, but the Gemara asks. But basically, the Gemara's cash is that Lachayr, she's missing her Shemesh. So Lachayr, you can't, can, if she gives birth on the final day when she becomes Tahar, but Lachayr, she has to wait till the sun sets till she becomes Tahar. So Lachayr, till she has her Shemesh, she's not out of the woods. So Lachayr, how could you say she's Potter with one carbon if she gives birth at the, how could you say she has to bring a new carbon? If she gives birth on the Yom the last day of uh, the final day when she becomes Tahir, the halach is, she brings, she has to bring a second carbon. Why does she have to bring a second carbon? She has to wait till the sun sets. So the she has to wait till the sun sets. She's not finished her tamah. So the, well, the Gemara speaks this out. I'm, I'm, I jumped ahead of myself. The Gemara speaks this out. Avkana says, she's missing your carbon. So Mela, if you're missing your carbon, you're considered a, you're, you're, you're considered mechusar ma'isa. Meaning if you give birth, Within the days of carbon, so merely you're considered mechusar carbon, and it's considered one extension of the first leida. But if you give birth on yom alois, so then the Allah is already out of the woods, and a meila, the Allah is you uh, you have to bring a second carbon because it's a new ba- a new leida. Even if she gives birth on the last day, she's missing the sun setting. So she's not out of the woods. She has to be completely tar. So if she's not completely tar. She shouldn't need. A she should be. I'm sorry. She should not. She should need. She should be potter with the first carbon because even though technically she's finishing her days of toma, Palamaisa she has to wait till the sun sets for her to be completely tahira. So why is the halacha that she has to bring a new carbon? So Abaya said the sun sets on its own, and the fact that you're missing the sun setting is not considered as if you're missing anything. And Amela, that's why you have to bring a new carbon. It's considered as if you finished your first uh, toma, and you don't. And the Mela, you do not have to bring. Uh, you have to bring another carbon. So you see that Abaya himself also holds of Shim Shemela Arva, and therefore that's the Gemara says Abaya was Chayzer, and he holds that the sun setting on its own is not considered Mechosar Maisa. That's the Cheshbin in the Gemara.